welcome to episode 13 of a redhead and a blonde. How fabulous. 13, 13. lucky 30. Yeah, lucky number 13. Lucky yes. for some, not lucky so for lucky for others. Oh no, I'll tell you what. I went on the airplane once to America on Friday the 13th. I swear to God, there were more air hostesses than there were passengers. We were lounging around. I mean, it was amazing. We almost had a party. Well, we did have a party in the air. Fantastic. The stewards and the stewardesses. I've, I've travelled on Friday the 13th without a problem. Oh, no, I've never had a problem. In fact, no. it's been a howling no. success. You have to believe that it's a good day for you, 13th. It's like walking under ladders, isn't it? Are you superstitious like that? No. But would you walk under a ladder? Well, I would think twice about it. No. <laughs> would you? Uh, no. No, I wouldn't. No. <laughs> but I always say that little rhyme to blackbirds. And uh, not to blackbirds, oh, to yes, magpies. Oh, me too. Always. Did. Oh, has your wife. And I'm How like, your wife and Menarchy. children. Yes, when there's just one. <laughs> yes. yes. God, I hate it. I sometimes just have to wait around until I see his wife. Sometimes I go past I go past six. Like, yes, one, sorry, all... two for joy, three for gold, blah, 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 five for seven, six for gold. Great. That's over by your it's house. There yes, are loads, loads of them. There's we a big can. I know. Yeah. I run out after I'm like seven for joy or something. <laughs> so, oh my God. <laughs> so, today we've got Grant Taylor. And Grant Taylor is a director yes, of, of commercials, of, yeah. film. Well, I think he's. His plan in the long run is probably to do features, but he's shooting really good commercials at the moment. Great. He does. He, so we'll hear all about. Yeah, it he's he he's on. a good egg. Do you know the what? first what the first commercial was ever aired on ITV when ITV started in September 1955? Camilla, Lola? shit! No, I've absolutely no idea. Do you want to give me a tip? I mean, a hint. Teeth, mm. toothpaste. Yes. Ooh, Colgate. Toothpaste. No, it oh. was SR toothpaste. Wowza. Should I tell you mm. something very interesting? I mean, weird. Okay, whenever you see a watch in, like, a watch commercial, and or if somebody is wearing a watch, mm. it's like this too, but whenever you see a watch, the hands are always resting at either 10 past 10 or 20 past 8. Why is that? I'll tell you. Well, it's for a couple of reasons. One is because, you know, if you have the name, if it's a commercial for a watch and the name is Fatso Watches, mm. Fatso Watch is written in the middle bit so right. they have to have the hands aside. So that you can see yes, it. Yes, but that's not the only reason. Oh, Braytel, what's the other oh, reason, I will. Well, when the hands are positioned in that way, apparently it reminds people of a smile. Oh, yes. yes. Unless, of course, you wear your watch upside down, then it looks like a big old frown. Yes, well, I shouldn't think many people do that. Well, anyway, but, conscious, yes. uh, positive reaction. Yes. That's what it's called. Very good. It's quite interesting, Very isn't it? good. Do you know, um, when they use milk to pour on breakfast cereal... Oh, what, in a commercial um, real, yeah, 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 yeah. Real milk can look very unappetising. Yeah. So, do you know what they use? No, what do they use? White glue. Because uh, it's nice and thick. Uh, or sometimes yogurt and shampoo can do the trick to look like milk. Yogurt looks like... Mm. Well, I guess if they, could th if they thin it down and pour it, it looks a bit Weird. more substantial. <laughs> what happens if somebody milk? walks onto the set and does, mmm, yum, I'm feeling a bit pettish. And that gets their lips stuck together. <laughs> then, it's, then it's quickly, time for your lines. <laughs> 
Well, do you know what? This is really weird. Do you know what um, the effective condition is? Jelly Boo. I don't. Tell me. Okay. Well, this is a historical technique that advertisers have been using for years, basically. And what it is, the advertised product, you know, the thing that they're advertising, they place it next to something that reminds people of something nice, something that makes them happy. So things like babies and sunshine and flowers they have that normally with household products yes isn't that do. weird isn't that strange and um oh, there's something else i can't remember what it is but there's some other weird thing but anyway it's called an effective condition well there you go yes do you have an effective condition oh I've, i'm sure i've got many you do have a couple I of do. rather nasty conditions i didn't want to say anything but no, no, maybe no. grant could help maybe grant. he could where is he Grant. Hi, Grant. We've got a bit of trouble. Yes, Jelly's got an effective condition. (laughs) Grant. Oh, there you are. Sorry. Hi, Grant. Hello, Grant. So, Grant, would you like to tell us a little bit about what you do and your title? Yes. Oh, that's a good question. Um, broadly, I'm a, I'm a filmmaker and a te- and a storyteller, but mostly I'm directing and I love a bit of writing. But yeah, I'm a director <laughs> and I make commercials, music videos, films, short films, web series, anything really over the years. I've made a very varied amount of things, everything in the visual medium. Do you have a production company that you work with all the time or do you, how does it work? Recently, I've got a new venture I've sort of being represented as a director now finally after um a number of years yeah I've got a new venture so wait is that with neon picture house that's right yeah yeah Joseph who you know right exactly no you see so they are a film production company yes and they have a number of directors on board one of which is Grant Taylor that's right that's That's how it works so they will go out and get you work basically that's the plan yeah we we, it's a a new (laughs) venture we've done a few pitches together so far and the uh, the the guys there seem um very impressive and go-getting Yes, I tell you what, Joseph is actually, he's a little powerhouse. He's amazing. When we first started talking about, it was a casting, and he was at the very beginning of his career, and he has gone from naught to 100, just like that. It's amazing. I use the word hustler to my friends, but I mean, (laughs) but I don't know if that's a... That's a positive thing, but I think yes, I, I like it. Is. it. I like <laughs> it too. But just about you, what is it you yeah. you prefer to do? Um, do you like doing commercials? Do you have any preference? For me, I love uh, comedy and creating things that have a bit of wit and humour, and and also projects that that make it that make a difference in the world. Yeah, you know, my my father's disabled, and um, I really feel, having grown up with disability in my life, that there's the uh, the huge potential and opportunity to make films about disability and care that are positive and upbeat instead of being dreary and negative. Um, so that's yeah. sort of my mission, and I try to involve that where I can, but I, I just love making people feel things and more often than not with humour. Well, I'll tell you something. I watched your yes. your commercial on Parkinson's this morning, and I was very. it actually made me cry. Yes. The bit where you asked Bob... If you could be cured for a day, what would you do? And then it splits to the scene where he's walking on a beach and walking through the through the sea. I just thought that was so moving. And it just hits home that, you know, we take so much for granted. Simple yeah. little things. You know, it's so poignant. Beautifully done. Thank you. 
So how do you make a commercial effective? Well, you're you're given a brief and then sometimes I've been lucky to be able to have written scripts, but uh, other times you're given scripts by a creative mm. um, who's sort of really connected with the brand and has speaking, been speaking with the team and you come in and you can um, finesse them in a, in, in a direction, I suppose, and try and see how much you can push them in a direction to, to improve upon them. It's a bit of an awkward one that you can't really say that you want to improve on it when they've just presented their script to you. No, commonly you're responding to a brief um, and uh, I heard one of your other guests, he was saying, you know, you're, you're there to serve the client's needs, I suppose. So, um, not so much. <laughs> you said comedy is something that you enjoy doing. Is that pretty much your niche throughout? No, it's very it's very varied. You know, I don't I don't try to shoehorn comedy into things. Um, right. I, you know, I I, I I sort of pride myself on my versatility, so I like to respond to the brief as it is and what it, what it requires. Um, but you well, know, why are they I, I coming that. to you? Why are they coming to you? That's a good question. Um, obviously very good at what he does. Well, of course he is, but there are lots of them. And let's be honest, there are lots of directors who are very good at what they do. So what is it they're coming to you for? I think the place I'm at in my career, um, people come to me more often than not because I can I can make not much money look much bigger. Great. Um, so I think that for, for some reason or somehow I am able to to take not much resources at all and make the commercial seem like it's... A, a much bigger budget um, it's not like a desired position to be in but it's something I definitely can do um, <laughs> I know it's an amazing thing to be able to do absolutely yeah great skill I was just about to ask what are the skills required to do your yeah to do your job for anyone that's thinking about doing it what sort of skills would they yes. have to have you are as a director the the gatekeeper of the idea and and your job is to once the idea is agreed upon keep everyone on track to that end goal you know people are going to try and veer off and go in different directions and you are you know trying to keep them with that focus um and and you know your job has different roles. I think, like in in pre production, your job is to to push clients and people into the most efficient and creative direction and the most achievable direction. On set, it's keeping everyone aligned to that goal, but also just ensuring that you have what you need to make the edit work. You know, there's you need to make lots of choices and and problem solve and just ensure that you have all the footage you need so that you can complete it. And, and then in the ed, in the edit, your job is you know, try, firstly, getting your idea across and then more often than not, secondly, trying to find a middle ground and a balance with um, with, with, with the, the, person you're, the people you're working with. Yeah. <laughs> no, it does tend to be a bit of a, a tug of war, it seems, with clients and directors. But I suppose now you've got Joseph fighting your tournament. He can do the fighting. You can just let on and be creative. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. I had a, I had a very more, a, a sort of slightly traumatic experience earlier in the year where uh, um, we had to turn around a project over Christmas, which was comp really stressful uh, work from a whole holiday and then create a really great film and they decide not to use it. So, oh. you know, you have those experiences as well. Why do you think that was? <laughs> it's because well, I have to be careful about what I say here. I think right. I think it's because the client didn't say two words, which would have been extremely beneficial, which is the words bright and colourful. And right. if they'd said that, then we would have just 
given them that yeah exactly and mm. i and I, I you know it's you need to really and it's really interesting it just means you need to really be investigative at the start of the process and really align yourselves and figure out exactly what it is that you're achieving i mean on that particular job no we created a mood film they'd seen our work so it was a bit baffling but what right. had occurred what had occurred basically is they hadn't looped in a key decision maker um in in the in being the CEO they hadn't looped them in so when they were presented with the work the CEO was um a bit taken aback but right. it's just a bit, you get to a point where you rely upon those people to have looped in that person for sure it's basically comes down to the old adage communication is keen I mean every time Absolutely. isn't it yeah oh yeah it's so key it's but it's your job your job is entirely as a director is communication <laughs> so what as far as um commercials are concerned do, do you think that seeing less commercials in between a movie or a tv show is more effective because after three commercials, that's that's it. You press pause, you know, you're out the room, you're making a cup of tea and fast forward. So how do you get those commercials seen that people are just fast forwarding? I mean, that, you know, it's- that's the million dollar question. And I think what's what's interesting is that people have tried to create rules. You know, they've tried to say it needs to be 10 seconds or 15 seconds or and you need to have say something bold in the first six seconds. And I think that sometimes you need to ignore those ignore those rules. You know, I saw something recently which was five minutes long, an online commercial, obviously not something that's on TV, but mm-hmm. it just it just captured millions of people and and they watched it. So uh, ultimately, for me, I f- I feel that you need to tell the best story possible and you know, try and t- say something that will engage your audience outside of the the preconceived rules that people seem to have established. Do you like working with a cast? Do you like always including people in your work, or is that just luck of the draw? Uh, it depends. You know, sometimes sometimes you're given someone to work with because they're like connected. If if say you work if you're making a commercial for a charity, like I did something for a boxing charity and the main guy in that was a boxer at, the, at this boxing gym. It was a the, the gym was all about um you know bo- boxing changing people's lives and getting people off the streets. Right. Um so in that instance you're working with someone who is a in, in is like part of the fabric of the place you're trying to represent on film. Right. Um so with that person you know you have to work with them intimately and get them to buy in because everything relies upon them. Uh in other instances you know you're you're given someone out of the blue that maybe you don't necessarily uh, agree with and you've got to try and find a way to work with them and then uh other instances you know you're you're working with someone like yourself and and um working to get a really great cast who have you know have all the skills in the in the locker and you know that no matter what the shoot's gonna be great because they have that those abilities yes in my experience as time goes by with a directing career people will come to you because of your ability with comedy or your ability with cars so i'm just wondering if at this stage you had to guess which of those pigeonholes it would be for you which of those is dead for you? Because at the moment, you obviously don't have any particular chosen area, as you said just now. You're open. It's so hard because I like doing everything. I think this, no. is, the, this is the problem, isn't it? I think ultimately you need to be 100% you. And I, and I love the idea that you can use comedy and wit, but I also like the idea that in an instant that you can use comedy and wit to break through into an emotional subject area that you wouldn't have considered. Right. Um, so probably with cast. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Great. Oh, yeah. If it, if it comes to that, yes, like 
products and things are not my thing. If I were to do a car commercial, it would be yeah, it would car. be with it would be of a cast, and it would hopefully okay. be something humorous and okay. You know, that's what I was driving for. I'm driving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. What are you most proud of that you've done to date? You're probably proud of everything, but is there one standout? <laughs> yeah, well, with with commercials, yeah, I'm. I'm the 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 film you referenced one day with Parkinson's UK that is something I'm extremely proud of mm-hmm. because that that does feature my dad actually that's my oh is that your dad. father yeah yeah oh. yeah um and it's interesting actually the story behind that we had a bit of spare cash at the production company I used to work at and they had like access to an Alexa for a, a couple of days good camera and they were just like well, let's all just shoot an idea and this was my idea you know what would you do Oh, if you were, if you were cured for one day, and actually we filmed multiple people with Parkinson's disease, and the intention was that you know we filmed interviews and everything. So we filmed with my dad and some people from his local Parkinson's group. You know they all had they all had a different thing that they wanted to do if they were cured for the day, and Oops. then the idea was to go off and film other people. You know people who were able to do those things because. Yeah. It's complicated, Parkinson's, and, and film yeah. like snippets so it felt like they were doing those yeah. things. Charities experience this a lot. People make stuff and then just email their marketing manager at a charity and be like, you know, you should use this as your commercial. Here you go. Um, and it's not the way it works. So my idea was to was to create something loose and then pitch it to the charity, but with the open invitation to collaborate, to, you know, use it in the way they wanted and to, for them to be able to make changes. Because and that's yeah. ultimately yeah. and that's ultimately what happened um, is that I created something loose on spec and get you know try to get them more creative control and freedom and that. This is that's what come out of it. It's really, really beautifully done. Yes. Really, and even more so now that I know it's your father. <laughs> Just quickly, Grant, would you tell us how it started for you? Did you go to film school or how did you become a director in 10 easy sentences or less? <laughs> God, 10 sentences, oh dear. <laughs> I I always, growing up, thought I was going to be a designer because uh, I was always making things. And I studied architecture at university, which was a wonderful course. And I learned so much about presenting ideas in that course and coming up with ideas and creativity and I, I got a job working at a place in Berlin which mixed film with architecture and design oh, wow. so I mean I suppose that company's dream project was a museum where they would then just create films to go in the museum exhibits yeah um, and, yeah, yeah yeah and we and they um we shot a film in a forest in Bavaria one for part of the, one of their projects and I just remember being on the set and thinking I really love this love this I mean I had the writing was on the wall I had some such a huge collection of DVDs and I love films and going to the cinema but I just you know growing up for me media studies was more of a joke subject so um, <laughs> it wasn't something you necessarily considered who knew the world was gonna <laughs> be yeah. all about film and video um, so yeah but then I did a, re- a two-week intensive film course um, two week just a two-week intensive film course at the wow. London Film Academy every day was something new you know, screenwriting production, then you filmed on 16 millimeter film and edited it and screened it. That is great that they do that. Yeah, it was. And it was just before I was going back to do the architecture masters. And I, I, I just loved every single day of that two week course, every single day I loved. It was oh. just felt me. And I, I did go back to do the masters, but I just, I dropped, I, you know, I quit, I dropped out. I just couldn't, I just knew that I loved making films and that was the creative medium that I could best express myself in. Excellent. What's yeah. coming up next for you, Grant? Yes. What's on the horizon? Well, you know, I've just got 
um, representation. So yeah. there's lots of pitches and building new bridges, really, as well mm-hmm. as continuing work with long-standing clients. Um, I've got a little daughter, three-year-old daughter, but we're having another baby in um, sept- September. So that's sort of the <laughs> The most oh, present God. thing on my agenda. Um, Shit. Oh, my goodness. That's yeah. exciting. Yeah. Very exciting, yeah. But I've been working really hard so that I can have a bit of, you know, time, time yeah. and, and um, To work help. on your masterpiece. Yeah, exactly, yeah. That's what that's what it'll be. But, I mean, I, I, I you know, I, I make commercials, I make films to charities, and um, I just got a really nice, fun phone call from a friend of mine today. We just shot, like, a sort of speculative thing and he's having chats with the bbc about a sort of um little comedy series so nice yeah oh my god okay god that would be very exciting they've seen the little the spec thing we've done and they've you know we're doing a one you know it's very early days but he's got the good relationship and we're doing a little one pager um (laughs) so yeah you know we're just trying to see if that goes somewhere really that would be so great brilliant yeah well you're gonna be busy for a little bit in september that's for (laughs) sure cool blimey so nice you're an absolute star yeah it's lovely to meet you thank you very much for coming on and chatting with us it's been lovely chatting to you both and um yeah i I look forward to listening to your your guests Uh, yes our mercy selection of guests no they're lovely i love our guests we did have a party at the end of the year for all our guests so that'll be you too so get your disco shoes on thank you so much much, grant bye Bye. thank you bye 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 Bye. That was great. He's very, very lovely. Yeah, he is. He's got a really gentle um, manner. Yes, and obviously very good at what he does too. He is. is... Well, yes, that amazing, very moving commercial he made. Oh, gosh, yes. I know. Hey, by the way, talking about commercials. Oh, we're back on those. Yes, you know. Go on then. Oh, go on, tell me something. You tell me. No, you go first, darling. You go first. first. Well, this is very... I know, I am, actually. Because it's very surprising. I don't understand it. But this isn't that long ago. In 2009, Disney had an ad that basically showed a woman with lift my shirt to see more written over her boobs in an ad for Adventureland, which is some Disney World thing, adventure thing. Anyway, unsurprisingly, it was banned by, you know, the watchdogs and all of that kind of shit. Everyone took it down because uh, the ad encouraged users on Yahoo. Yahoo. Yahoo, yes. Webpage to drag their mouse to lift up the lady's shirt. But this is so weird. That's I know, but it's so weird. Disney defended the ad. Because they said at the time that they didn't think it was at all offensive because loads of ads have women's boobs on them. I mean, that's basically well, what they said. Do you remember that you could have those pens? Companies used to have those pens made yes. where there was a woman on there and if Native. you tilted the yes. pen a certain way, well, her clothes came off. Yes. Do you remember this? Yes, I do. Well, even those flip books. Yes. You yeah. know, you'd have a flip book, you'd watch somebody getting um, dressed. So it's been around, don't I know, worry. I know, it's dreadful. <laughs> Shouldn't drink at lunchtime. <laughs> All for breakfast, no, Jenny. I know, I know. I only had gin for breakfast. I know, so but you had on, two. On my cornflakes, so that was all right. Oh, you, oh, you are a devil. Yes. By the way, um, did you see Gwenny when you came in? Well, 
we have I a did. drama. I did. She's not. She's not very happy. Is no, she? she's really upset. She's, yeah, she said she was very upset. But did she tell you why? No. This has been happening for a while now, apparently. But her underwear has been disappearing off the line. <laughs> I know it sounds funny, but it's not funny. Oh, oh no, she's she's got nothing left. Virtually all her bras. She's dropped these sort of girdle things with all these hooks. That I don't know. Oh, well, who's taking? Is somebody taking them? Is something? Somebody taking is them? taking. I don't know. I don't know. I think we well, need I think help. We need her. to investigate. That's Maybe quite funny. Should, should we get a camera? You know, a, a lock off, like uh, you know, those lock off cameras. A nighttime yeah. camera. So when do they? Well, yeah, but she doesn't hang her washing out at night time, does she? Well, I don't know. But whenever she does hang it out, it disappears. Yes, you're right. She wouldn't hang it out at night time, would she? So it's obviously when she's asleep in the afternoon, because she has a sleep in the afternoon. Well, it's so whenever maybe she's. That's when she's not oh, when aware. She's that rat ass, really... When she's rat-ass. When she's had a couple of sherrys. Yes. But anyway, I think we're going to have to sort it out. I've always wanted to be a private dick. <laughs> well, we'll both be private dicks together and we'll go okay, and find can out we, Can we get a, a metal on. detector? Oh, Gwenny. Why, who, who would want Gwenny's knickers? Well, I don't know. I don't know. That's bizarre. Who knows what they're using them for? <laughs> It'll be a sale. could be a hammock. <laughs> I want to get, I've been dying to get metal detector for ages. I'll get one on Amazon. eBay. Oh, no, I'll get a cheap one. I'll get a second-hand one. A good one, second-hand. And we'll go metal detecting for bras. Well, well... <laughs> Well, we could find all the hooks on her daughter, on her girdle. Let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, great! The dicks together. Two dicks <laughs> in the village. Bye, everyone. Bye. See you for See episode you soon. fourteen next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.